There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange, the unusual, the monstrous. And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations, it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius, a burgeoning telekinetic, or a social media influencer. Your safety is not guaranteed. In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Last time on Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High. I got really scared by this loud, loud noise that he created and like accidentally throw something with my brain if I get scared. Well, listen, as you guys know, like my dad's a Bigfoot expert. My dad is the world's leading cryptozoologist. They both roll their eyes ostentatiously. (laughs) You do see uh, a spectral figure and it is the spectral form of Saber Muto. Shit. Saber? Are you okay? No, I think I'm dead. Angela walks over to the window and looks out. What she sees is Saber Muto standing on her skateboard, utterly motionless. And you hear a voice that's not her voice start calling out to you. And then they attack you. It wraps Saber's arms around Angela and scurries off into the forest with Angela in tow. Hello? Hey, Penny. Uh, it's Zeke. You remember a few months ago when weird shit was happening, you know, like, we don't really talk about it, but, like, weird shit was happening to you, and, like, you came to me for help. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Some weird shit is happening to me, and I need your help. Chillhaven High, six months ago. Penny, you are at school after hours working on a school project, right? Mm-hmm. And you are with your best friend in the entire world, Violet Crankshaw. What are you what are you guys doing? What project are you guys after school working on? We are building a volcano for the science fair. <laughs> Where are you guys at? What what part of the school are you in? Um, we're in the science lab. The very same science lab that we've seen all those months later. Exactly. Mr. Uh, 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 moist and red science teacher coach. <laughs> Mr. Sheehan's classroom. Yeah, Coach Sheehan's classroom. Coach Sheehan, is he there or is it just the two of you? Uh, it's just the two of us. They allow us to like rent out hours. So as long as there's someone from the faculty in school, it's cool as long as we've signed in. So Zeke, you are also at school after hours. Yes. 
What are you doing? I'm after school for AV Club with Tim and Carlos, which is just, uh, it's just the three of us. No one ever joined. So all we do is hook up a projector to our Xbox and play Rocket League. And we call that our AV work. Great. Uh, I mean, Rocket League has both audio and visual components to it. So yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what I keep telling the teachers. Uh, okay. So you, you and Tim and Carlos are all there. Yeah. But they are like, they're like just heading out. I'm staying behind to clean up and wrap up and pack up my X bone. Okay, sweet. So let's let's jump back to uh, Penny and Violet then. What if the volcano project is literally just you make a paper mache volcano and then you put in exactly baking soda and, and vinegar. It's yeah, magical. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are you two are are what just like slapping paper mache or I guess you you're painting it at this point. Where are you at in the stage of the project? Yeah, we're just putting some final touches, you know, like the trees that are essential at the bottom, maybe some people that will like suffer because of this natural disaster. And then we'll do like a test run just to make sure, you know, the chemicals do what they're supposed to do. So, yeah, I think that uh, you guys are, you know, hanging out, placing your little your little trees and your little people and stuff. And Violet is Violet's just like prattling on about herself and her life. I think she says like, uh, yeah, so, you know, last summer I got that that MacArthur Jr. Genius Grant for that groundbreaking epic poem that I wrote about climate change. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've been trying to figure out, like, you know, my mom wants me to save the the $30,000 grant to, like, pay for school, but I already got that scholarship to art school, which I know is, like, so lame to be a freshman in high school and already be getting scholarships to college, but, like... So lame. You know, they just... They saw my sculpture work, and they really wanted to have me in there for the program, so it's, like... You know, do I save the money for something else? Like if I wanted to do like pursue poetry again in the future or do I just focus on my fine art since I have the free ride already in tow? You know what I mean? Like it's hard to figure this stuff out. Yeah, I can um, totally relate to all of that. Um, I think that I think you should focus on your fine art. I think if that's what's really important to you, I think you should just do that. Yeah, that's good advice. That's what my mom said, too. But, you know, I I just got that new boyfriend last month, too. Yeah, I don't like him. Sorry, what? <laughs> I, no, so you, you, you said you don't like him? No, I said um, I don't like Kim, you know, from science class with the hair. Yeah, I guess she's a little stuck up. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Not a big deal. <laughs> but, no, I mean... I don't know if I like Jared either because like he's he's almost like too handsome and he he's like he pays too much attention to me and it's like just leave me alone for a second and let me write a poem, you know? Yeah, I don't even know what that feels like and I just hate to think about it, honestly. Do you ever feel like your life is just too good and you have too many prospects for the future and it's like hard to focus on one? All the time. How did you know? <laughs> you totally get me, Violet. That's why we're best friends. <laughs> Do you think that you guys will continue dating after high school? I don't know. Whenever I think about my future, there's just so many possibilities there and like so many things for me to experience. It's hard for me to like try and pin myself down to one thing, you know? Yeah, I think you should totally keep your options open, to be perfectly honest. I mean, what about you? Like, like what 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 plans are you looking forward to? Um, I kind of just want to get out of this town. I don't have anything solid that I want to do. I just know that I don't want to be here. So I guess I just need to figure out what I'm good at, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're good at lots of stuff. Like, um... Yeah? I mean, like, when you... When you posed for me for that sculpture that I did last month, like, I thought you were really good at, like, 
sitting still and being quiet for several hours in a row. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. No one has ever said that to me before. That's so nice. Like, I mean, there's just, let's, let's sit here for a moment and think about all the ways that you could apply that skill in like a professional or school setting. Zeke kind of pops in the room and he's talking on his science watch to Tim. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, man, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We got to unlock more body types. I agree. Like, I want to customize them more too. Uh, listen, uh, like, did you already finish chem homework? Yeah, 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 yeah. So great. So we got like five more hours before school even starts tomorrow that we can play Rocket League and practice. I know the tournament is next month, Tim. It's going to be fine. Trust me. And then he walks back out. I think Zeke, like, popping in startles Violet a little bit. And she knocks the vinegar into the baking soda, which has not yet been put into the volcano. And all of a sudden, there's just like froth exploding everywhere all over the table. Um, Okay, that scares the shit out of Penny. And she accidentally makes the entire volcano just like slam against the wall. And all of our hard work that we put into the trees, they've all fallen off. And it's on the floor. Okay, so you, you launch this thing and destroy it. And it's, it's very clear that, like, your hands were not involved in this launching. You just launched it with your brain. Correct. Violet screams. Ah! I, I don't know what just happened. I, I I just slipped, I think. Sorry. I got really freaked out for a minute. Penny, you just... I'm sorry. I'm just trying to process what I just saw. You just threw our volcano with your brain. No, I, I totally bumped into it really hard. Penny, with... you didn't bump into it. I was sitting right across from you, and I I was saying something about sculpting uh-huh. and then you said something i don't remember what and then all of a sudden it it that it flew and it hit the wall in your hands penny i think that you have i, th- I think you have telekinetic powers that's so specific for you to say right now um <laughs> <laughs> she gets her phone out and starts filming you no no you can't do that penny no penny 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 guys hold on guys everyone this is my friend penny she's about to do penny Stop! Do it again. Put that down. No, no, no. Uh, here, do um, and she takes a beaker that's uh, on one of the tables and puts it in front of you. And she says, "Okay, Penny, now d- do the thing again. Do the thing again. Flip the beaker." And then she turns to like face it to herself and she says, "Penny can move stuff with her brain." And then flips it back around. She says, "All right, throw it. Throw the beaker. Move the beaker." No, can I can't. It. Stop. Turn no, that just, off. Just, 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 just do it. I, you're gonna be famous. Are you kidding? Do you have any idea how viral this is gonna go? Just Penny. Seriously, just do it again. Do it again. Just do it okay. one more time. At this point, I accidentally push her into a wall with my brain. So you are at the table closest to the front of the room and you shove her back against the blackboard and her phone just knocks out of her hand. And now she's looking at you with what before was like wonder and excitement. Now she's looking at you with utter fear and she runs away. I shut the door from, I'm still across the room, but I shut the door and run over and try and stop her from leaving. Zeke. Yeah. You hear a scream and then a door slam. The fuck? Hey, Tim, I, I got to call you back, man. I just heard something weird and I'm going to go. I was in the AV club room. I'm going back out into the hallway. Okay. So I I walk up to the door to the science lab and I jimmy the knob and I can't, I can like the knob's turning. I can tell the door's not locked, but I can't, I can't get it open. And so I'm just kind of trying to peer through the window to see what's going on. And I can see the two of them in there, and it looks heated, but I don't know what's up, and I can't get the door open. Penny Violet is now cowering before you. Her eyes are wide and animalistic and panic-stricken. There's a little bit of blood 
running out of her out of her ear that you see, and you think maybe when you threw her into that blackboard, it, you hit her even harder than you realized. And she's she's not saying anything to you. She's not even really like focusing with your eyes. She's just sort of like looking around and like for a way to get away or scramble away. Penny runs over to her and like grabs her by the shoulders and makes direct eye contact with her and says, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not dangerous. No one knows about this. You're my best friend and I would never hurt you. Roll to manipulate someone. Six. So that's a complete failure. (laughs) That's sad for me. Okay. You say this to Violet, and then it seems like she comes back from her panic a little bit, and her eyes lock on you, and she touches her ear and looks at the blood on her finger, and she says, What do you mean you would never hurt me? You just threw me into a wall. Penny, I was just trying to help. I was just trying to I was just trying to give you something, for God's sake. You don't do anything. You follow me around all the time. You've always been jealous of me. Like one viral internet video, at least people would know you exist. At this point, Penny is going to slide a desk in front of the door to ensure that she can't get out. Roll to use magic. Okay. Nine. You slide this desk, and we've established that these desks in the science room are not like regular school desks. Like these are big, heavy pieces of furniture. Right. So you slide this desk in between Violet and the door, and with a massive thud, it slams into the wall on the opposite side, blocking her path out. Beakers and flasks crash onto the floor as it moves, and you feel something like kind of pop internally and you reach a hand up to your ear, and you come back with blood as well. Zeke outside sees that happen and goes, What the fuck? So Zeke goes to the other door of the classroom, and it's the same issue. He he can tell it's not locked, but he can't get it open, and um, so he slips his lightning gun out of his lab coat pocket, and he's charging it up to fire at the door. Violet is now even more terrified than she was before, and... She sees a moment of opportunity in your pain and very quickly grabs a broken beaker off of the floor and charges at you with it. I'm going to throw the beaker out of her hand and hold her up against the wall, like, but keep her there. Okay. Eight. So that is a a mixed success. So... You use your powers, and you're starting to lose control a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Her, you watch her fingers sort of like peel open as though someone's individually like peeling open each of her fingers, um, like an invisible hand is kind of pulling back on her joints. And the beaker falls to the, the floor and shatters. And you also are able to choke slam her against the wall, as you intended. Unfortunately, there's a problematic side effect, which is that... As you slam her body into that chalkboard again, her head ricochets off of it with a sickening thud, and she collapses down onto the floor. And Zeke, at that moment, you blast open the door with your lightning gun. Yeah, so I uh, I blast the door open with my lightning gun, and I come in, and I'm like, Penny, Violet, what, what's, what is happening? What's going on? Um, at this point, Penny is just like sobbing 
uncontrollably and just saying over and over, it was an accident, it was an accident, I didn't mean to, you've got to help me. Okay, all right, all right, take a breath. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, we got to get her to a hospital, right? I mean, we got to do something. We can't take her to a hospital. Why? What are we going to say? I, I, oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, we need to, is she even breathing? Is she, is she okay? Penny runs over to her and checks to see if she's breathing. She is not breathing. Fuck. Okay, we have to take her somewhere. We, we, she can't be here. I don't know. I'll grab her legs, you grab her arms, let's just get her out of here and we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, so we carry the body outside the school, we are on the front entrance, and uh, we lay the body down, and Zeke is just like, he's, he's barely keeping his shit together. He's just like rubbing his temples, thinking as hard as he can, and he goes, I'm not entirely, like, comfortable with this, but I really, I mean, I've, I've helped you already now, like, I've been covering for you, so, like, I'm in on this too now, um... It was an accident. I know it was an accident, Penny. That's not... I'm not really worried about that right now, okay? I, I'm tied into this with you, too. So, Violet, I'm I'm so sorry. And he charges his lightning gun to blast the body and just vaporize it. So her body just... It's just, like, voip. It's just... There's kind of like a... Not a silhouette, but there's like a, a black spot on the cement where her body was and it's there's just nothing left and zeke is like really really shake like he he does that and then he just like drops the lightning gun to the ground and and collapses and he's holding his head and he's he's not he's not in a good spot so at this point penny um is going to grab him by the head and just look at him and say i'm so sorry and then i will roll eight Okay, so um, on a mixed success, you get an effect and a glitch. Your effect is it works. The glitch, I'm going to write down, and it is going to work its way into the story at some point in the future. Zeke, why don't you give us your perspective now? Obviously, you said you were sort of like spiraling on the sidewalk until Penny reached down and, and touched your head. So Zeke, you know, there's a moment where he just, he just kind of blinks a couple of times and he... And he shakes his head and he's like, oh, hey, when did we get out here? Where'd Violet go? Oh, she just had to run home. Family emergency, I think. Oh, I mean, she was probably scared from what happened in that lab, huh? I know, freaky, right? Yeah. So, uh, you're psychic, huh? I don't super know. I mean, well, I, I, I do. I can tell. Like, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like an expert in the field or anything, but like my dad has friends who are ESP investigators and just... Basing on, you know, like the shit flying around the room and stuff that I saw, it seems to me like you got some psychic powers. You're not going to tell anyone, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please, come on. Rule one. Pinky promise? Pinky promise, for sure. Hey, buck up. You know, I'm sure, you know, this is all going to blow over in the morning. Violet's going to forgive you. You guys are best friends. It's going to be fine. Yeah, totally. I'll see you tomorrow at school. See ya.
The Edge of the Anodyne Pines. Now. Zeke is just, uh, like, sitting on the curb by the road, kind of, like, rubbing his temples, thinking as you walk up. Uh, Penny has been, like, sweating this whole walk here, just out of nervousness. She knows that whatever she has to repay him for is something big. So when she approaches him, she's already kind of freaking out. And Zeke just, as soon as he, as soon as she, like, comes into eyesight, he just pops right off the ground. Penny! Is everything okay? No. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Long story short. Long story short, no, everything is not okay. So, uh, I don't know. Did you hear on the, have you heard on the news? Did you know Amber Massey? Um, yeah, kind of. So, did you hear on the news, like, what happened to her? Yeah. So, Angela was attacked earlier today by this weird little, like, robot thing, and I still... Do I have You've got the, the one that you ripped the legs off of. Oh, yeah. Um, this She got attacked by one of these things, and I hold it, and I'm just, like, right in her face, like, by one <laughs> of these things. And I scream. Ah! <laughs> what it, is that? So usually when Penny gets startled, she throws something. Yeah, he drops it. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, sorry. Yeah, spooked you. Uh, anyway, she... Um, sorry about that. It's okay. She got So she got attacked by one of these things earlier today and like she crashed her car is she okay oh, i guess she's not okay she's uh, she's, <laughs> she's not here anymore right right <laughs> let me get to that okay <laughs> um so uh, i i was i was having my computer run some tests on it and i think these things are like trying to get inside of other living things because she said this one was in a cat and then we fought one off that was in person i th- i think it was saber i'm not it was kind of hard to tell because she 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 was not looking her best but it looked like saber but with something else inside of it and they they attacked us i did not do a good job and angela got dragged off to god knows where wow yeah uh-huh that's my day before we figure out a plan i have to tell you what happened to me oh, earlier okay. also yeah. so Saber, you know, she invited us to that party yeah. on Friday. Uh-huh. There's not going to be a party Friday. Well, I I mean, I kind of put that together from seeing her here, but... Okay, yeah, not the point. Okay, so I was at home just listening to Creep by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. The only song I've ever heard you listen to, yeah. <laughs> Don't be rude. And she, I got these chills all over my body. Okay. And all of a sudden I see her, but not her. It's like... A ghost of her, like her spirit shows up. Jesus Christ. And she really didn't say very much, um, but she kind of described what you just did, that she was at the skate park doing um, (laughs) kickflip. Rail moves. (laughs) And um, Ollie. She heard Ollie. She heard these noises, these screams, and they didn't sound like animals it was like this mechanical sound and she said there were like raccoons and that's all she remembers and somehow she ended up at my house and she didn't remember anything except screams animals robots and then she disappeared and i had no idea what to do okay so angela said the one that attacked her was in a cat and if saber said she's getting attacked by raccoons clearly these things are coming from anodyne pines and that's where they dragged her off to. They dragged her into the woods. What do we do? She's not that strong. I know. I think we need to go in after her. <laughs> Rude. 
I'm weak right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a plan? I have a gun. That's a plan. It's 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 an uh, an element of a plan. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we can just go. I don't want to go just the two of us wandering into these woods not knowing what we're doing. No, but if we take too long. Okay, but for all we know, there's a fucking robot bear in the woods that's going to come and just demolish us. I don't want to leave her either, but I think we need to know a little more about these things before we go after them. Because I don't know how to kill them. Okay. Do you want to go back to your place and see what we can figure out? At least arm myself, yeah. Okay, let's go. All right, so you guys are going back to Zeke's house? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so we open the front door. Sophia! Sophia. She's my... She's the, she's my house. Sophia. Welcome home, Zeke. Hey, is dad home? Yes. Shush, he is sleeping. Of course he is. Great. Okay, um, let's go up to my room. Sophia, have you, uh, have you been scanning that little robot I left you this whole time? No, Zeke. I have many tasks to attend to in the home and with your father's work. (laughs) I cannot just be scanning things all the time. Okay. Plus, you didn't ask me to. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you said that that last robot, he was like fried internally, right? I don't know if I used the word fried. <laughs> but yes, the object circuitry had been overloaded. And you said someone delivered a load of electricity to it. I don't know if I said delivered a load. <laughs> I'm not trying to quote you directly. <laughs> but yes, that seemed to be the most reasonable conclusion based on the evidence available. Okay, uh, Sophia. We. Oui. I need you to make some modifications to my lightning gun. Zeke, what is the magic word? <sighs> Sophia, please help me make some modifications to my lightning gun. Off français, see if you play. Uh, Sophia, uh, I, I, Sophia, you know I flunked French, okay? It's why I switched into Spanish. Please help me make the lightning gun, por favor. That is okay, Zeke. I'm still learning too. (laughs) Okay, so what I want to do is I want to use my engineering skills and I want to mod my lightning gun to fire multiple streams at once. Cool. Yeah, roll for that. Eight. So that is a mixed success. I don't have your engineering move in front of me. What does it say on a mixed success? You need more time to study it. Uh, You can choose to fix it now with unknown side effects or take more time. It's up to you. Uh, Zeke is going to fix it now with unknown side effects. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah. So what are you and Sophia doing then? Okay, so Sophia, I need your mechanical arms because I don't have the dexterity to do this, but what I need you to do is... Sophia extends two of her mechanical arms, and I think that they're just like go-go gadget arms, like <laughs> like telescoping metallic arms with like C-shaped claws at the end of them. And she extends these from, from the wall. Where are you in your house right now? We're in my room. She, so do you have just like, like little iris doors in your wall that these things come out of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these two little iris doors open and her uh, her telescoping robot arms come out of them and she's holding in each of them a hot dog. And she says, Zeke, I have two more hot dogs for food. Thank you so much. Penny, you want a hot dog? Yes, I'm so hungry. Great. You can have them both because I already had one tonight. 
We were all out of Nathan's famous. No. These ones are tofu dogs. Even worse. Penny, have at it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Sophia, I'm worried because Saber had said to you that she ran into a swarm of these things, and we don't know how many we're going to come across. And right now, my lightning gun can only hit one of these fuckers at a time. Maybe. So, Sophia, what I need you to do is split the plasma coil internally and modify this thing into a triple barrel. Start 3D printing a triple barrel for my lightning gun now. But Zeke, those modifications would cause the plasma coil to become extremely unstable and dangerous to use. You're probably right, but you know what? It's a lightning gun. It was already pretty dangerous to use to start. I think it's a chance I gotta take. I'm sorry, Zeke. But the modifications you have requested would violate my child safety parameters. I am going to have to wake your father. <sighs> no, don't wake dad. Don't wake, wake daddy. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sophia, he's going to be... No, look, I really don't want him involved. Please don't wake him up. Sophia, uh, I know we just met. Um, your hot dogs were delicious, by the way. Could you please not tell his father, um, s'il vous plaît? Penny... Uh- like, as the words are leaving your mouth, it's clear that Sophia isn't even listening anymore. And she starts waving her extended robot arms around in a really frantic manner and sets off the alarm in the house to wake up Zeke's dad. So the emergency lights sort of start flashing and a really loud, obnoxious alarm starts ringing throughout the entire house. Oh, fuck. Do you know how to turn this off? Sophia, disable emergency protocol. Sophia does not even respond to you. She's too busy going. Sophia, shut the fuck up. Por favor. And then Jeff Lynn kicks in the door to your bedroom. Zeke, what's all the hubbub? Angela Atticus Jr., you sort of start to come to. You're blinking your eyes. You're, the world is sort of fuzzy around you. I think you're shaking off a blow to the head as well as the residual effects of the painkillers that you were on. Sure am. And you find yourself on the move. You are in the middle of the forest, in the middle of the anodyne pines, old growth pine forest. You feel like shit. You feel hurt and sore and groggy and discombobulated and all you can see is the ground underneath you moving rapidly as whatever is carrying you scurries across the forest floor wonderful okay hmm how fast are we going like superhuman strength fast or just like regular people jogging fast pretty quick pretty quick okay the ground's moving pretty fast okay i'm pretty weak and for harm. So Angela's not going to try anything crazy because she's in a lot of pain, like you just said, and sobering up. So she's just kind of looking to stay alive right now, not trying to like cause a lot of trouble like mm-hmm. normal. So, but I think that she wants to like figure out what's going on and like kind of try to like talk to whatever her person thing that took her away. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe Angela kind of like reaches up and like taps on their head just to be like, I'm awake, what's going on, kind of thing. But because literally like Angela doesn't have anything on her. She doesn't know what to do. 
you tap uh, the thing that's carrying you and it stops and drops you face first onto the ground. So I kind of like grab my head and like look around and then I look up at the thing that took me. Yeah, so it still has Saber's face, except her face is pretty horribly distorted because she's already been bashed in the head with a skateboard. Even before that happened, her skull got sucked out of her head. And uh, the creatures inside of her sort of had to quickly rearrange themselves in order to fill her space back up. But she doesn't look good. She's she's starting to sort of look bloated. I mean, this is the flesh of a person who's been dead for at least several hours now. But like her neck is all extended out like a that same sort of like telescoping arm. It looks like a bundle of telescoping arms because these things have those thin little tentacles that they've like bundled together. There's a lot of them in here. Okay. To extend her head out. The bottom of her looks like a crab with like lots of tiny legs that they were sort of using to hold on to you. They've now dropped you. And they are, you're in the middle of the woods. It's pitch black. You're laying on the forest floor in a bed of pine needles. This thing takes a few steps away from you and freezes for a moment. And then one by one, these little robots start to emerge from outside of her flesh. You see her sort of like deflating like a balloon as these things sort of, as these things start to abandon her deteriorating cold flesh and make their way towards you. Uh, Angela's gonna run. Okay. Roll to act under pressure. Shit. Shit. I, oh, fuck. Mm. Wow, y'all. That is a complete failure. Oh, no. You get up to run away from these things that are rapidly vacating the shell of the person who once was Saber Muto and just start running blind in the dark. You feel the branches of trees slapping into your face as you go. You're actually making pretty good progress and then all of a sudden it's not so dark in the forest anymore and it's getting a lot hotter do you remember when you shot that lightning gun off into the woods completely missing the robot earlier this evening i did that you did do that. yeah you did <laughs> i well, was <laughs> it seems like you've started a bit of a fire oh shit and you just run headlong into a small but rapidly expanding forest fire. Let's go back to Penny and Zeke. Hey, Dad. Hi, Zeke's dad. Zeke, uh, uh, Zeke's friend. Hi, what, uh, I think he's holding like you know that that moment where you you wake up in a panic because there's a loud noise and you just grab like a baseball bat or like a broom yeah. handle or the closest thing to you? Yeah. I think your dad is holding one of Sophia's robot arms with a tofu dog like grasped in the end of it and wielding it <laughs> like a baton. <laughs> dad, dad, come. You can put the arm down. It's okay. Penny walks over to him and grabs the hot dog and begins to eat it. <laughs> Okay, I think that I think that lets some of the air out of the tension in the situation, and um, he lowers the arm down to his side and says, uh, "Hello, Zeke and Zeke's friend. Zeke, why is the house alarm going off at one o'clock in the morning?" Oh, uh, um, well, Dad, this is Penny. Hi. Hello, Penny. Um. <laughs> 
Penny, do your parents know where you are? It's one o'clock in the morning, and it's a school night. Um, yeah, my mom left us, and my dad doesn't care. I think after you say that, he he holds eye contact with you for a second, and then realizes that you're not going to blink or break eye contact, <laughs> and then just with like of, full hot dog in mouth. <laughs> yeah, abandons the line of questioning and moves on. Great, Zeke, your friend seems nice. What is happening? Bud, you know, I've got that interview with Hazard on Chillhaven Good Morning Breakfast News this morning, tomorrow at, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Zeke, in six hours. No, I know, Dad. I'm sorry. Sophia, I was, uh, we were working on, um... Uh, he was helping me with, um, science homework. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I, I accidentally tripped, uh, the child lock protocol, and Sophia set the alarm off. Sophia, is that what happened? No. No means no in French, as well as English. <laughs> gotcha. And Spanish. <laughs> well, Sophia says that's not what happened, Zeke. So would you like to tell me what actually happened, or would you like me to make the robot tattle on you? Okay, Dad, listen. I was trying to modify my lightning gun to power it down to um, just stun a thing instead of kill a thing. Because Penny and I think we may have seen a skunk ape in the Anodyne Pines. The Cabbage Man! (laughs) Tell me more! Zeke, that creature's only been sighted in the Florida Everglades. I know! It's wild! It could be, it could, this could break through all the research on it. So if, if you could just unlock the child locks for a minute, then I can modify my gun. We can go try to track this thing down and, you know, like I might, I I think it'd be a huge boon to your research. He puts a hand to his chest and uh, his eyes well up a little bit. And he says, Zeke, you've known that I want to involve you in my research. You've never shown this month's interest in cryptozoology before. Yeah, I know. It's awfully convenient. Penny, did you also see this swamp cabbage man? Mouth still full of hot dog. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Wonderful. Sophia? What's that, Jeff? Release all child locks. Give Zeke whatever he needs to capture this ape. I'm going to go get dressed. We've got a hunt to do. Oh, no, he's coming oh. with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Dad. That's, that's, you don't have to, you don't have to come with. Penny spits out hot dog onto floor. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't miss it for the world. Sophia? Modify the gun. I'm going to get my Bigfoot pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle Jeff. And he's gone. Penny, my dad cannot come with us. What am I supposed to do about that? I don't know. Brain things. Um, okay. We can um try and convince him to go to bed for his meeting. You hear Jeff from the other room shouting, um, Zeke, I saw your friend with a hot dog, but have you eaten? I've got trail mix. <laughs> yeah, he's not going back to bed if he's already packed the trail mix. I don't know. We may just have to take him with us and then try to lose him at some point along the way. I don't know. That sounds like our best bet. Dad, are you uh, you ready to go skunk ape hunting? He shows up in the doorway and he has got on cargo shorts with twice as many cargo pockets as you've ever seen on any pair of cargo shorts in your life. He has got on a vest also covered in pockets, bulging with devices and substances unknown. 
Underneath that, he's got a sh- button-down shirt on. Guess what that shirt's patterned with? That's right, it's camouflage. <laughs> Not the cool camouflage, the kind with sticks and leaves and shit on it. There is no cool camouflage. He's got a he's got That's a true. big old safari hat on with a mosquito net hanging off of it down in front of his face. Mm. And in one hand, he <laughs> in one hand he is holding some sort of like big beeping antennae tracking device. And in the other hand, he's holding a huge bag of trail mix. <laughs> he says, Zeke and Penny, I'm ready to go. Let's go catch a swamp cabbage man. Penny walks over and grabs a fistful of trail mix. <laughs> okay, cool. That's the spirit, Zeke. I like your friend. <laughs> Dad, why don't you go get the car warmed up? I'll uh, We'll meet you down there in a minute. I need to... Um, also put on my Bigfoot pants. Ah, smart thinking. Sophia! We love Fire up the remote starter. And he runs downstairs. He's giddy. He's like, <laughs> he like skips downstairs. Great. Uh, hey, Sophia? So, uh, I need... D- Dad gave me permission to do whatever I wanted, right? You betcha. He has disabled all of my parental controls. Great, I need you to make the modifications to the lightning gun that I specified before. Triple barrel, split plasma coil. And while you're at it, crank up the juice as high as the limiters will take it. Okie dokie, Zeke. I'll put all of my juice into this one. Penny, with the full mouth of trail mix, um, looks at Zeke and just says, Your dad is really nice. Yeah, he's a chill dude. Alright, Sophia, is it ready? Tim. Tim means yes. Great, thank you so much. So I tuck away my lightning gun and I open up my closet and I move all of my clothes to the side until in a crumpled heap on the floor is a pair of cargo pants with too many extra pockets that I have never been worn. They still have the tags on them and I slide those on my legs. Okay. Over your regular pants? Uh, yep. They're, they're big and baggy. Cool. So are you guys just going to go jump in the car with Jeff and take off? Yep. yep. All right. Let's go back to Angela. You are surrounded by burning forest, and these robots are rapidly catching up to you. Multiple? Yeah, there were lots of them inside of Saber. Okay. How big is this fire? Can I run away from it? It's not that big yet. Yeah, you can definitely run away from it. It's, um... Chillhaven has actually had record rainfall this summer. Okay, so it's... So the underbrush is pretty damp. In fact, there was rain earlier today. So it doesn't seem to be spreading that quickly. There's just a, uh, your lightning blast has hit a dead tree that's erupted in flames and has caught on the immediately surrounding trees. I think that, I mean... But it doesn't seem to be going out of control. Okay, Angela doesn't really have a lot of options, so I feel like she should just keep running. Trying to run, like looking around, trying to look for anything. I mean, it's really dark, but with that fire that started, there's some like light. Mm-hmm. reflecting on some stuff so she's just trying to like look around where there is lit spots to see if I don't know if there's like a big ass rock or something that she can use and just throw back yeah so you're just surveying the land surveying the land great so you you use the illumination from the forest fire that you started to give yourself a better grip on your surroundings mm-hmm. and you Search around for a little bit, and at first it's just like trees, trees, trees everywhere, just trees, darkness and shadow outside of the flickering flames. And then you see a different source of light, one not provided by the fire that you started in the woods. You see the light from a home. It's distant, but there's a small secluded cabin in the woods, and you see a light on in the window. I run to the house. 
forest fire was beautiful, but it was beautiful in the way that a forest fire is beautiful. It is a forest fire. And who started that forest fire? When none other than Angela Adikas Jr., voiced by one Megan Slesman. Zeklin was voiced by James Chedlar, who is quite the hot commodity himself. Like a forest fire. He also did the sound effects and rhythm performed all the dead music. Wes Lawson was the voice of renowned murderer Penny White. Murderer! Everybody else's voices in the game mastering were done by Philip Slesman, who has the power to fire me. Philip, I do not think that that is true. Our intro was performed by the incredible Ethan Waldron. Additional sounds provided by zapsplat.com. That's it for this week. Au revoir! Sophia, shut the fuck up, por favor!